the edge of the familiar, where your comfort zone ends and the unknown stretches before you. That's where greatness awaits. Are you ready to take that leap? This is the Risk Big Podcast with your host, Travis Fitzwater. Thanks for listening to the Risk Big Podcast, Stories of Starts with Travis Fitzwater. Find episodes online with show notes at www.riskbigpodcast.com slash episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter by following at Risk Big Podcast. I'm super excited to have Johnny Eaker here with me today who started Cosmic Sauce while he was working a very, very big job. And we'll get into that story here in a minute, but I'm, I'm thrilled to have him uh, to be here on the podcast He's got a really neat story about starting his passion while he was working very hard to provide for his family and take care of all those things. So, um, Johnny, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Travis. Yeah, it's, be here. it's an honor to have you. So, tell me, just tell a story. Just start from where you began, like your creative journey with the creative agency you worked for and one of the largest companies in the nation. Uh, I think you, it was a, um, a five of Fortune 50 company. Fortune 50, yeah. So for me, I mean, my journey started in creative way back when. I mean, I've got a product, a video production career that spans about 15 years. Um, that led me into the opportunity to work for State Farm and their local communications department. So just covering a very local base here in Columbia, Missouri. And then fast forward a little bit later, that led to an opportunity to be on their national in-house ad agency. And that's where I've been for about the last six years. Traveling the country, working on various social media campaigns with celebrities and some, and a lot of charitable type things that State Farm would get involved in. We would produce a video story around it, some internal process kind of things, but it very much was external social media was the focus. So our team was focused on growing the State Farm social media presence. And yeah, that was, it was, it was fun. I learned a lot, but at the same time it was a grind. I was on the road 60% of the time. So it's very challenging when you're trying to raise a family. I've got three girls and just trying to do that. And so I kind of saw there towards the end that I need to get out of this. And tell me a little bit, you know, we talked last week a little bit about the end of that, which is a very kind of interesting thing. They kind of gave it Gave you a take it or leave it type situation. Walk through yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, bit. The, the goal was to leave. I mean, people were like, why would you ever leave that? Like, you know, you, you had, had a great salary, above average salary in terms of Central Missouri, but, you know, why would you leave? And creatively, there were things that just those creative needs weren't being met. There was a lot of the thing I like to joke about insurance is it's kind of boring. <laughs> and so, and we were able to tell great stories there, but even then, became a lot of the same kind of stories. We would always do the same kind of life insurance kind of work. And so I was just wanting to do something different and have some variety. And then the travel grind that just, and so I saw what I always wanted was to take, hey, what if I created video content and I actually had clients that entrusted us to do something with that content? So that's this idea of what a video marketing agency is. It's a very weird concept to a lot of people. People understand how to make video, but just the strategy and the creative and the results, like putting all that together, that was kind of the vision and that was over two years ago. So I started working on that business on the side and brought in a business partner and brought in key vendors and was able to run that while I was still traveling like crazy and the goal is to leave. Well then State Farm comes to me, 
they say, hey, we want you to move to the corporate office and be on site for the in, in the in-house ad agency. I said, well, what's option B? And they said, option B is, is severance. And the severance wasn't life-changing money, but it was it's enough to go, you know what? I can do this earlier, sooner in 2018 than what I had intended. And so, and we, I'm running with it. That's that's terrific. So you took this passion that you you had already started on the side a little bit while you were at your at your job. I hear often people have these passions, but they don't they don't necessarily start on them. But they're in maybe an environment they're not thrilled with. Mm-hmm. But they're not actually doing what they're passionate about on the side to at least get some type of view of what potentials there, or what's happening with business. What did that what that look like for you when you started Cosmic Sauce, which is the name of your company, which is a really innovative name. But the like, what did that look like when you started this stuff on the side? How how what would that grind look like on top of working yeah, really hard for State Farm? It's a miracle I'm still married. <laughs> because it's a miracle, it, by the way, that most of us are still married. <laughs> well, but just for the fact that it it you got to I'm it was actually a little bit easier to manage from the road because I could lock myself in a hotel room and choose not when the crew was done shooting. We would always we work in crew sizes of four to six people. And you know, with that came, oh, we're gonna go out to dinner and basically party. And I'd go, you know what? I'll join you for dinner, and then I'm gonna lock myself in the hotel room and get some stuff done. And I, it was no distraction. Whereas when you're at home, there's a lot of distractions. <laughs> you know, there's a lot going on. And so, but even that, when I was home, it's just it's dedicating yourself. You know, that I'm gonna carve out this time and really getting buy-in from the people around you. You know, that that's with your spouse, your significant other, or just even close friends that. I'm carving out this time on Saturday or Tuesdays and Thursdays like this is my time to get this done and and they buy into what the end goal is and why you're doing it or it's a lot of late nights I mean I'm a big uh, Gary V fan you know and talking about you know instead of that two hours of Netflix that you're you're do every night that's time you be working on your business now granted you know you should spend time with your family if you have it or what but I think a, a lot of people that that work a nine to five and they're not happy, how are you spending that time from five to 11 to 12 a.m. that you could be at least carving two or three hours out for what you want to do? Yeah, and this is this is me as much as anybody, but I, I think you kind of get to the end of the day and you, you're exhausted and it's kind of hard to grind something like that out at the end of the day. And you think, well, I don't have enough time to do this, but like I've had many times where my wife and I have just binge watched how many, how, mm-hmm. however many episodes of The Office or whatever show we're watching on Netflix at the at the time, but right. just really kind of losing focus on the the passion piece and kind of doing what's comfortable in the moment when you really need to kind of discipline yourself to when you're starting to really get after some action items, which you obviously right. Um, not only when you started Cosmic Sauce, you realize well there's some real potential, but but when you left State Farm and then all of a sudden you're like in the depths of this this start. Yeah, I just I officially jumped uh, November thirtieth was officially, so this is I mean we're a month in, ish and and so obviously you know I've been preparing for this but at the same time, there there there's a lot still to be learned and I'm finding that there's a lot of homework I still need to do and so even the fact that I can now dedicate all my energy to this it's still blocking time for certain things that you know outbound sales is this time every day and it's a small amount of time but it has to happen every day because if it doesn't we're not going to reach our goals and then there's you know there's two of us and we're wearing production hats and so when's production getting done and and not being afraid to pull in vendors and potentially spending a little bit of money just to keep your current clients happy and maybe your margins go down a bit but that's okay because it frees me up 
to go do the things that need to happen for this agency to grow. And the stuff that you're probably just good at, you know, the, the stuff where you're yeah. not. I, I think like you, you have to, when you start your business, you have to, you kind of have to be a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. You have to do a lot of everything, but I think it's important too, that you're sticking to things that you really feel like are your bread and butter things. You're spending a good chunk of your time with that. Is that yeah, like, I mean, I have, a, I have a business partner, and that's what I would suggest to anyone. I mean, you don't have to go into business with someone, but, but create strategic partnerships and that people that you can work well with and how you can work together, because I think everyone has those. I mean, that's how business gets done. And for me in our agency, you know, when we put a creative project together, I am not a super strong writer. I'm fortunate my business partner is and that was one of the, the, the key reasons I decided to go into business with him was like you bring a, you know, a strong skill to the table that I would otherwise hire out and, sure. and he, he does a lot of other stuff but then it's for me I've learned through the years that I've done every aspect of the production process what I am strongest at is creating visuals and that means shooting actually shooting the video lighting I love lighting I could talk to you all day and geek out about <laughs> ratios and things that you don't care about but and then what I've learned I'm, I'm, I'm a really good editor but I farm out a lot of our editing because the more I spend and I've learned this especially in the last year the more time I spend in front of a computer it's the less time I can be doing other things that need to happen that I'm better at I could be doing the next shoot I can be having conversations I could be build, building relationships if I'm stuck in front of a, a, a computer at an editing bay the business isn't going to grow. Sure. The you you experienced some disappointment though too when you started this. Like it's not it wasn't just like you left State Farm and then all of a sudden oh. it's easy. You you told me a story. Really, I can't even fathom the what's going on in your mind when you lose a huge contract. But can you talk a little bit about this contract that you had a commitment on and then all of a sudden? Yeah, it was I mean I'll leave names out of it, but it's one of those things that that we had going into the year we had anticipated that yeah. a fairly large contract was going to happen a fairly large retainer that really to be honest would have made that transition a lot easier and in the 11th hour client just says it's not going to happen right now we're not going to say never but it's it was basically got cut by 75% of what we thought was going to happen crazy. so when you think payroll is made as i talked to you today Payroll is not made. <laughs> Payroll, is, and but I think that's the but the the to me I I, I kind of took like a good fifteen minutes and vented with my business partner about it, and then it's like I'm over it, you know. Like all right, you know now I'm in you know outbound mode even more, and to me it's that much more to find clients that are a good fit and and that will work. But yeah, and I think you know the more I talk to experienced entrepreneurs, like that's just how the game is played. You know, natural piece of business. That, it's going to happen. I mean, it can happen at any moment. And so, you know, we could have been six months into that. And it would have been nice to be at least six months into that contract. Sure. And then, then maybe something happens. And, and so, yeah, it was, it was, it was a huge surprise, but at the same time, it's, it's fueling the fire to go get what needs to be done. Yeah. And I think it, it speaks to the ability of entrepreneurs to adapt and the need to be able to adapt. Mm -hmm. And I've had so many of these conversations with these entrepreneurs now. This is, uh, I, I don't know, we're, we're about to 10 interviews at this point. But with entrepreneurs that said, well, we started, we didn't really know how, how exactly we were going to accomplish this thing, but we knew we had an idea to start with. And then we had to pivot however many tons of times to, to get to a point where we could make it financially, we could monetize it in a way that was impactful for our business, but also allowed us to provide real value. Mm -hmm. I mean, those things are, those things can be heartbreaking in the moment, but I, I hope that one day you look back on that and you say, well, I learned a lot, I built character, I kind of understood what business looks like. 
yeah. at that point um, because I think that like that that just comes with starting a business the the heartache of maybe not working out it's not all roses and and uh, no butterflies all the no. time and and it's figuring out kind of what is our ideal business model and how you know how we put it all together and how we position ourselves in front of potential clients you know yeah. prospects and in, in, like you said showing that value you know that so people get it I mean our biggest challenge is transitioning from being high quality video guys we're the guys when you want something done really well you know it won't be super cheap we won't be the most expensive thing ever but we're you're, you're gonna pay for quality and people are okay with that but how do you transition from that to being an advisor, to being a consultant, to someone you can work with all year to achieve your social media goals. And that's our biggest challenge is for, I mean, that's how we're viewed right now. And so my goal is by the end of 18, we start to move the needle in that direction where people are like, you guys are super smart marketing people. You just happen to use video to do it. Sure. And talk a little, little about getting away from the broad social media plan that you, your agency is going to develop for folks. Talk a little bit about the importance of video and statistics that show that video is just like the thing to be in right now in the marketing realm. Yeah, I mean, that's where, I mean, you can pick, statistics are kind of all over the place, but it's one of those that people prefer to watch a video than read text. You know, that, that that's how, if, if you include video with a, in, you sell products on e-commerce, that your return, you know, your conversions go up when you use video. Just the fact that video and social media just go together. I just always tell people, look at your own feed. Just look at what's popping up. And it's video, video, video. And so the challenge is how, how do you even stand out? It's starting, it used to be video, I'd say two, three years ago. Video is how you had a competitive advantage on social. Now it's like, well, you need to be in the video space and you know, with your brand. And, but then how do you stand out amongst the noise now? Because now everyone's checking out Facebook Live. How do you as a business or an entrepreneur do it a little bit differently? And for us, it's we hang our hat on storytelling. Like that's our, like you've got a pain point, our answer is tell your story. Like tell your story because if you can humanize, you know, your brand, humanize your company, because people want to do business with people they trust. Yeah, sure. And if they can start to sh view your company as an actual human, like they care, man, that changes things a lot. And so that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, and I think the, the video, like, I'm much more inclined myself to buy something based on a story than I am, like, hey, show the shiny prod, uh, product, like, just get the camera right, the camera angles right, or whatever. But story really kind of drives sales a lot more than, than just, like, a product or benefit or service and kind of explaining what you can do for somebody as opposed to, hey, this is what we have done, right. and this is pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, you, you've had a number of these situations where yeah, you've I mean, told these stories. Yeah, I mean, that's where, yeah, I mean, some of our our best, you know, our best campaigns revolve around just finding those unique stories, and they're everywhere, and that's where, you know, we're really encouraging companies right now to just pick out people in the community and, and spotlight those people, and you'll be surprised how well the community will, and it becomes this, hey, did you see that thing that such and such bank did, or... And, and the key is, though, you don't pat yourself on the back, you know, that, yeah. that it's truly about someone helping someone or whatever the story is and, and presenting it in such an interesting way that people have to, they have to see it. And then they share it. You know, you create Tim Miles as a marketing yeah. consultant that used to be here in Central Missouri. He's in Nashville. He talks about share worthy content. Mm -hmm. That's the goal, yeah. you know, and, and you can do it 
by captivating people. And word of mouth, I mean, gives you so much more traction. And this, I mean, social media nowadays is the word of mouth marketing. At the, you I know agree. that yeah. as long as you have people that aren't you know going off the off the uh, ledges, with, which social media can become very quickly. Right. But storytelling. Tell me a little bit about how you how you got so good at storytelling and how you how you storytell for your clients. Yeah, I think it comes down to so much in the the process itself because I think you know people say I, I want a video and they'll hire somebody and they'll show up with lights and camera and and, and it may look amazing, but I you have to start with. What are we trying to achieve here? Who who are the people that even make up this story? You know, if this is a marketing piece for a, a particular company, it's or a great testimonial. Like I, to me, like testimonials are the thing that that's where people can win right now. Is amazing customer stories that are there, but they feel like short films almost. That and you're able to get into what what the pain point is, and and all that comes for me is the the pre-interview. We spend so much time formulating a plan before we even roll camera. And that's where I think people make the most mistakes when they're trying to tell a story because they're, they're telling the story that they they think they should tell as opposed to just letting the story kind of unfold. Because once you get, get the, the key sources involved, I don't know how many times, like for example, we uh, one, one client, they wanted us to interview um, their employee. This was an HR recruiting kind of piece. Hey, interview our employee because you know, he used to work at this car wash. And and our one of our foreman guys would come in there every week, and they'd say, uh, and then basically built a relationship. And and they thought the story was, you used to wash cars, and now you're managing five million dollar hospitals. Like that's the story. Well, through talking with him and really diving into the story, the story was, he didn't go to college. He didn't, you know, and his his family was okay with that, which is kind of that's that's a rarity. Yeah. And and that it's more it was more this blue collar heart that we would have never known that if, if we showed up and just said, Hey, tell us about working in a car wash and, and what the client put in front of us, the story would have felt kind of flat. And whereas we're pretty proud of that story in that it turned into almost, you know, if you follow Mike Rowe and just, you know, believing in the trades and like it had this voice that just wouldn't have happened if we didn't spend a good, it was just an hour. It was an hour phone conversation with just tell me, sure. tell me about yourself. Tell me why you work here. And you could have positioned it a number of different ways, but it's, and then you're like, ah, that's really the story. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting thought because I think vulnerability, like hearing people's stories where there were struggle speaks to human nature much more than like, Hey, I've got it all together. Right. Look at, you know, all the great things that we're doing. Well, yeah, we have great things, but it's because we have great people and we have great stories. And if you can get to that vulnerability, you know, the, the hard stuff, I never went to college or I had this pain, painful moment in my life that changed directions for me. Like that's what people want to hear because they don't they necessarily, want they want you to be real because they're struggling with, everybody struggles with their own personal right. issues. We all have them. And so when you can tell stories that have vulnerability in, built into it, like that, I feel like it's just so much more impactful. And it's this is emotion. this is me. I'm not. A, I'm not a story expert like you are, but like the emotional connection that you make there is so much more important than, hey, look, we got this cool product. Yeah, like with with our nonprofit work, we're so much about inspiring people and not 
think I think a lot of the, the the nonprofit template is that pull the heartstrings and make people cry. Like we really shift away from that. I mean, there might be a point to where yeah, we, you know, there's a lot of emotion, but the goal isn't just oh, you're gonna cry so much and get your checkbook out. It's that you're better off following. Like we did a project for Boys and Girls Club here in in Columbia and like highlighting that that, that kid how that facility is literally changing his life but you get to go behind the curtain and really see and so we ask a lot of the people that we film like i'm going to be with you all day so you need to clear your schedule i want you to understand what you're getting yourself into here because we really want to tell the story we want people to see what it's like you know that this is your kitchen this is it's one thing to say oh woe is me especially if you're talking about you know poverty or whatever it's like but do it in and in, do it the right way, and and not be like oh, you know. Yeah, sure. But how do you how do you break the ice though on this stuff? So you know, like we're not taught to be vulnerable in our society. You know, nobody tells mm-hmm. you, hey, be weak, or expose hardships or any of that. How do you how do you get it's, somebody in a storytelling time? You build to, a relationship with them. I mean, it's one of those that before we even start rolling again, it's the pre-interview. You set expectations, and this is what, in in so and hopefully have more than one meeting before we actually do an interview or we spend time with them. And so the more I can get you to forget the cameras there, and that's why, I mean, just some, some you know, producers are fantastic at this and others aren't. And so it's, it really comes, it, it, it's a skill. It, it really is a skill sure. because you want, the more I can just have a real conversation and I want to build trust. We can't build trust if this is the first time you just met me and I'm trying to ask you very intimate questions about your mother that raised you. You're going to give me the short answer, the regarded answer, as opposed to we can get into that over the phone and we've built a rep. And I say, hey, tell me. And what's nice about doing that is I can remind people of things that, they've, that we talked about on the phone and that hey, you remember you told me this, and it, talk about that a little more, and, and, and very open-ended questions. I mean, there's basic interview techniques, but it's more, it's not like, here's the five questions, and we need to check the box. I really want you to, I mean, most of our things are like, I mean, you watch a three-minute video, there's three to five people in those. I mean, we've spent probably an hour interviewing that person and taking breaks if we need to, and, and just to get four 20-second sound bites that are just, awesome sure you know and then and then all the visuals that go behind it and so you know most of a most you know a marketing video for example i mean i mean you're spending three to five days filming stuff sure just getting what you need and so that's the piece that i think the community at large the business community at large doesn't quite get you know man that's an investment it is but you know the, the the return is that it's a more engaging story yeah and it has to be that way nowadays for shareability and impactfulness I mean it just feels like you can't stand out nowadays unless you have something that kind of tugs at people's emotions a little mm-hmm. bit you know it doesn't have to be like you said you don't have to make people just ball but right. like people's stories are inspiring it's you know people's individual evoke, stories it has to have some sort of emotion like you walk away and we always say what do you want your audience to think feel and do once once they watch this and so they've got to feel compelled to make the next step for whatever reason. And so that's where they're inspired by this nonprofit piece. And there's different strategies based on, hey, where are they viewing this for the first time? And you build it that way. Sure. So when you when you got started, how, 
So this would be for this for somebody who wants to get into something they're passionate about. It doesn't have to be video mm -hmm. marketing because right. that's a very specific uh, niche. But what would you tell somebody? Encourage them if they're passionate. How do you how do you get started and tell your story right off the bat in, in an effective way? Like wh how what would you recommend to somebody? You just have to clearly understand like what it is you're doing. You know, it's one thing that you can be doing a lot of activity and and then and, and, and yeah, a lot of busy work. It's so it's a lot of busy work. Whereas it's like having a clear defined goal and then working back from that goal. I mean, it's all that's goal setting stuff. But at the same time, I think you just gotta you gotta do it. Like making time, like we said earlier about, hey, look at the time you have and make the most of it. And it's if it's just hey, an hour a night, only two or three nights a week because that's all I've got. Great. You know, and then from that, it's formulating a plan, to-do list, and create your own system. Like that's the thing I'm learning right now as I jump into entrepreneurship is, like I'm building this thing for the future, and to do that, you have to have a teachable system and process. And and so, that's how what I spend a lot of my time doing on the planning side is just, what's the best way to do this? And so even if you're somebody that, you know, if you're running an e-commerce store, whatever your passion is, it's it's you got to. Just gotta do it. And you, I think the fascinating thing nowadays too is social media. It's never been a better time to be able to tell your story mm -hmm. in, on a thousand different mediums. You know, so you could focus on a Facebook, you could focus on a Twitter, you could fo focus on an in Instagram or um, Snapchat or whatever. There's a million different ways you can get your message out. You right. can you can connect with customers. You can figure out, you know, try to niche down, figure out where you're, where you're really selling. You know, you don't want to have it just. I'm gonna broadly impact everybody for the most part right. but um, it's just it's fascinating the ability to storytell nowadays is so much easier than it used to be if you're if you know what you're doing mm -hmm. and so I think that's a that's a really important piece that people starting out is you have an ability and you have mediums to tell your story significantly and very broadly yeah and you can build an audience I mean easier than you ever could before and I think the the important thing is because there is so much I'd always rec I'd recommend like picking a platform, master that platform, understand that platform, pick the one that lines up the best for your business. You know, for us right now, it's it's you know Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. They're all very video based. They all just make sure. sense. But to someone that's starting out, it can be overwhelming and like I've got to post to all these platforms every yeah. day, three times a day. You don't. You know, the idea is I would get laser focused on hey, where is your audience at? Sure. And the beautiful thing about those platforms is that each one's better suited for a, a different demographic. So if it's Facebook, master Facebook, you know, and, and really yeah. work that and understand it. And the neat thing about video, too, is I think it's just like you're creating this pipeline of, of material for you to use. Like today I tweeted out a video that you created, a phenomenal video, just kind of a 30-second ad from your company um, with some of the video stuff that you do, which is mm -hmm. just really – and it wasn't like, hey, you guys got to come to us and – use our service it was more like hey this is what we do this is our story this is why we're doing it right. it was just a just a phenomenal video it's a completely different way to think about talking about yourself which has always been you know tell them about the product tell them what you can provide that type of stuff as opposed to telling this neat story i, I just love the idea of story uh, and your ability to tell stories it's a uh, very unique yeah that piece yeah that was the thought i mean good it worked <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the idea is that again, we just feel like to say, "Hey, our solution to a lot of pain points for many organizations is to tell your story." And a lot of people are like, "Why? 
why do that? Why would, you know, a lot of people don't get it. And so the purpose of that piece is just what is the power of video? What is the power of story and what can that do? And yeah, I mean, and then of course there's some of our work thrown in there. But sure. It's, you know. And what do, you, what do you see going forward for marketing online and, and video opportunities for like a niche? I know that you're looking at some information products that you want to sell because you have this expertise in video, which, you know, you get, you get a phone nowadays that has about as good a video camera on it as you can <clears throat> go and buy at the store as just a camcorder. Um, you know, there's so much information out there. You could, everybody with a cell phone in their pocket can create pretty good story for their business. Where do you see that going for companies and what's the opportunity for companies to use? I think the opportunity for companies is just starting to, A, if you're going to start creating your own content, it's putting a plan and, and sticking to that plan and that this is what we're going to do this quarter and, you know, assigning resources. You need somebody that's going to stay behind it because it's very easy just to go, oh, we make a couple of videos and then it falls off. You know, if you're going to be doing Facebook Live, the thing to me about social is be consistent. Sure. Because that's where and spend a little money. You don't have to because Facebook is pay to play. Social in general pretty much is pay to play. Um, organics kind of going by the wayside. So that's where if you're going to set aside a little bit of money, don't be afraid to, hey, we've got this great blog post, spending a little bit of money to get that in front of the right people. Because that's the beauty of social is you can put the right piece of content in front of the right person. And if you do it the right way with a, with a great story, it doesn't feel like advertising. And so th th that's that's where for us, you know, trying to educate people and, and, and do that. So, yeah. And what what is your advice for somebody um, that wants to start a business like to use that? Like what's one like very specific you can pull your phone out of your pocket and if you do this one thing, you can make a video similar to what I would. I, maybe not obviously not to the degree that you can do it. Yeah, but, but you like can, a decent looking video. I think. I'm talking to a lot of small businesses. You know, I'm part of a networking group, and, and a lot of folks in that room can't afford large marketing campaigns. Sure. But, but the thing that I, that I tell them, I think it applies to any new business, is like get get quality testimonials. Like that's where you know, just in to that person that has the cell phone, spend 50, 60 bucks on a you know, you got a tripod laying around. There's little attachments that you can you can put your phone on a tripod. A, just use a tripod because the, the shaky, you know, and then B is to try to figure out the audio piece. It's, yeah. But for something like that, if you really, minimal investment, less than 50 bucks, tripod, get your, get your subject clo close to a window so there's a decent amount of light coming in. It'll look reasonable. And just get your, you know, get your best clients talking about what you do because then from a sales side, it just helps you in so many ways. From an awareness side, you, you can post that on social on a sales side when someone's on the fence about you're just understanding what you do and why they should do business with you. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's really like video. You just, it's just a product you can keep using over and over and over again. It doesn't, doesn't go away. This is some of the great stuff. It's not just like, um, you know, a, a radio ad you just throw out there and hope that it has an impact, but there's measurables, there's metrics. You right. can like the the ability to to market what you're doing today is incredibly different than it, than it ever has been. Right. Um, it's just really neat. The last thing I'll ask you, Johnny, and thank you again for your time is um, before I ask you how people can reach you if they want to get in touch with you is what would you what would you say to somebody who's an aspiring entrepreneur, maybe not in the video or marketing or the fields that you and I live in, 
but like just somebody that's that's sitting at home and they're saying, I want to do what I'm passionate about. It's time for me to take some action. What would what would you um, say to them to inspire them to take the action? That just get started. I know it's it's cliche, but and and to me that looks like don't be afraid to ask for help. That that we all have people in our inner circles that that in your eyes they've they've made it you know they've been where you are and I think if you start I'm finding so many people that you know they're presidents of companies or whatever and just coffee conversations and if, and if you're transparent I'm not trying to sell anything like I just it's more of a mentor kind of thing like I want to learn I need some advice I'm just getting started you'd be surprised how many people will be like, yep they will take that meeting they'll take that phone call and you'll walk out of that learning so much because even though I went, to, I have an MBA. There's so much I don't know, you know, that, that when it comes to actually running a business day in and day out. So, just reaching out to your networks and talking to those that have been down that road before helps a ton. And I think on top of that, the, like we don't live in a static environment. Like sometimes we think if we take action, nothing's going to happen. But it feels like at least when I started this podcast, as I started having these conversations, like these doors are opening. Like you and I met last week. You contacted me to sit down for coffee to talk about association plans. We started like dreaming together. And so we came up with this podcast idea and you're doing some video. I mean, it's like when you start taking the action, some things start to fall into place. So you're not taking this this massive action towards a product or doing what you're passionate about. And then in, in our universe, it just, that's it. Like things start falling into place. You take some effective action. You start doing what you're passionate about. You start, people start asking you about it you know, it opens up doors. It's, it's been amazing for me um, to see how, as I've done something I'm passionate about, I'm getting uh, many times over more questions now about what I'm doing than, than in years past when I wasn't pursuing that passion. I'm getting questions almost on a daily basis. What are you doing? What, it, you know, tell me about it. So it's really neat how, like what you said, just that by taking action, it opens up doors that you were, you can never be prepared for when you're starting. You just have to start. It's a really great point. Yeah. And then find having those people. I mean, to me, I'm just finding the identify those people that can be a mentor and and, and people that can hold you accountable because it's like you've got a million things going on. And that, again, if it's something as simple as a spouse or a friend that, hey, what would you do this week on your project? Are you, you know, and and if you can have that open dialogue and for somebody because in your mind, you're going to get. 40 things done this week. Realistically, sure. you're going to be lucky to get 10 done, <laughs> you know, and that's m- me having a, yeah. a, the whole day to do this. And so if you've got a nine to five, like, you know, set those goals, action items, and just keep going back, you know, whatever your follow, your follow-up system is, use it because there's a lot to do, but it's manageable if you just, you know, put it in small pieces. Yeah. And a lot of people want to help. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's what I found. I think if you feel like, oh, I'm kind of in this by myself or, and like I said, just find those that have been there before you. And that doesn't have to be your industry. Like it's just business is business. There's general principles that, you know, that it doesn't matter and people will help. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like social media has helped me on on this. Like I've gotten a number of, I, I, uh, I got an interview with a female venture capitalist, which I can't really, I can't wait for that interview to come out because I think she was, it was a phenomenal conversation in my mind. Everybody else may be bored and tears <laughs> by it, but I loved it. But she's a, like, that came from social media. I posted on Twitter, does anybody know a female venture capitalist so I can get their perspective on business building and all this? And um, so there are plenty of people out there that want to help. They want to help see you succeed. They want to see you 
um, do what you're passionate about. It's inspiring to people when they see somebody doing what they love and and they may be falling flat on their face in their own mind, but people are inspired by it. And so um, thanks for those words. Last thing, how do people reach you if they want to say, hey, I want to know more about this Johnny Eaker guy? Cosmicsauce.agency. That's the, the easiest way to find us. Obviously on social media, we're all over the place. Yeah. Or find me personally, Johnny Eaker, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Very good. Johnny, thanks for your time. I right, appreciate man. it. Thank you. It's great. Thanks for listening to the Risk Big Podcast, Stories of Starts with Travis Fitzwater. Find episodes online with show notes at www.riskbigpodcast.com slash episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter by following at Risk Big Podcast. 